The following podcast is provided by Care Partners Living and Answers for Elders Radio. And welcome back, everyone, to Answers for Elders Radio with Kelly Smith, Vice President of Sales and Marketing for Care Partners Living. And Kelly and I are talking about your roles and responsibilities as an adult child or a loved one of a senior that may need care. How do you best facilitate that? Um, Kelly, welcome back to the show, and I'm glad. I'm so glad we're having this conversation. It seems yeah, like it's coming up a lot lately. It, it is. And you have to remember, just like you said in the offset of you know, this show, it's spring. People are getting outside again. Yeah. More. We're getting the mandates lifted. Mm-hmm. We're going to start spending a lot more time with family and friends. And this is when time, especially now that we're getting our yards cleaned up, and we're mm-hmm. starting to think, well, I should get over and take a look at mom's yard. Yeah. And we're starting to really get outside and do more things. This is the time when people are going to start noticing, you know, grandma and grandpa or mom and dad, huh, man, things are kind of slipping a little bit yeah, because yeah. maybe we we haven't really noticed it all winter. And now we're really getting to see things as absolutely, they are. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, too, with the pandemic, um, we didn't see our loved ones for such long period of time, you know, and then all of a sudden, you know, we start maybe to spend a little bit of time with them. And then you start realizing, you know, there has been some downturns. I'm starting to see, you know, I can't believe that, you know, my, my uh, grandmother used to keep her house spotless. And now I'm seeing, you know, there's a bunch of uh, spoiled food in the refrigerator. There's a bunch of things that, you know, piles of papers that she never has, or, you know, she's getting packages that don't make sense um, that she's ordering online or, you know, or on the phone or whatever it is. There's a lot of little indicators that we may be seeing, um, but we don't necessarily know if those are warning signs or not. Do, do we? Well, exactly. Because let's be honest. If you walked into my house right now, you'd go, Kelly has dementia. Because, you know, <laughs> right? I'm here, I've been, I've been sick. So, yeah. I don't right. know. I'm just saying, we all have our moments. Nobody's house is perfect all the time. But there are earmarks. You know your loved one. It's kind of like when my grandmother got sick. There were things we noticed that we never were not like her. Her personality was very much a very certain way, and she was a very modest woman. Um, there were very things that just that suddenly just didn't make sense with her personality, and those are the kind right. of things you need to watch for. If all of a sudden you're you're you know you're on a Zoom meeting with this person for the last two years because you can't see them the way you want to because yeah. of the pandemic, and now you're able to go into their home, there's things you're going to know are just normal, yeah, and there's things you're going to say, wait a minute, this is so not like you. Are you mm-hmm. how are you doing? And you also we expect people to repeat themselves. You know, when, they've, when they're telling us a sort of story, Absolutely. especially when we haven't seen this in a long time. But how are they telling the story? Mm-hmm. Is, it, is, it, is it true forgetfulness? Or are they telling you stories that you know never happened because they have been in a dreamland for, yeah. you know, for a long period of time? If you notice on there, you know, indicators are also things like you walk into their home and you notice their prescriptions are all on the, on the counter and they're two years old. Now, they're not taking them the way they should. That's that's a concern. Yeah. Um, you know, we all have things in the refrigerator we need to throw away, but is it a pattern? Exactly. You know, is it, is it so bad that you don't think she said she's gotten groceries in weeks mm-hmm. because they don't even know what's good and not good? Are they eating right. properly? Is your mom losing weight or gaining weight? Mm-hmm. Um, anything mm-hmm. over five pounds in a month for a senior is something you want to look at. Yeah. Um, I always, too, look for signs of what I call furniture walking. Right now, are they grabbing onto chairs or or walls or things you know to well like walk from the chair to the bathroom? Well, um, also, are they making excuses for you to not come over? 
Yeah. Oh, that's a big one. Absolutely. That's the other one that we've we've noticed with people too that you know love to talk to you, love to see you, but now they're making excuses every chance they get for you to not come to the home, to not mm. see them in person. That's a really big indicator right there because that tells me there's something going on they don't want you to be aware of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when you're seeing these kinds of concerns, that these um, to our listeners, these are red flags. Yeah. Um, these are something to be concerned about. So when you start, Kelly, when you start to see things like that, what is your advice to our listeners of how to intercede? What do you do at this point? There's going to be a point when people need to understand that with a loved one, there's, there's general, you know, there's genuine concern. And then there's a time when you need to step in. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to their health, the condition of their home, Mm-hmm. Uh, anything at all that could be called into adult protective services, you need to make sure that you are very well aware of what the the consequences could be if they're. You, you need to know the severity. I guess right. is what I'm trying to say. You know, ha- having mom furniture walk in her home, someone's falling down all the time, all the time, and nobody's doing anything yeah. about it. Adult protective protective services become involved. You lose all your rights to make any decisions for her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know you, you want to look at the severity of the situation and, and be thoughtful about your process. Mm-hmm. You know, is it, is it really if it's really serious? Sometimes the adult children or or whoever the family is deemed power of attorney or however that works. Sometimes there's a point where you can't just sit back and go, "Well, we need to talk to mom and dad." Sometimes there's also a point where you need to step up and actually do something, mm-hmm. and you need to be aware of what those differences are. Sure, sure. And when it's time to do something, it's like, I, I guess, to me, does it make sense to talk to siblings and other close family and kind of um, before you address it with your parent, how would you suggest that, that the family learns to come together? Because that's the main thing. And that's the hot, the challenging thing I know sometimes. Well, if you're a sibling and you can get with your other siblings, that's great. If it's your mom and dad is still in his right mind, you want to have a conversation with dad, yeah. right? You want to sit down with dad and say, you know, we've noticed mom's dementia is getting really bad. How are you doing? What can we do to help you? Yeah. If it's mom and dad or just mom still in the picture, then, yes, you want to get as much family around you to support you as you mm-hmm. can. However, keep in mind, the more people you invite into a problem, the more opinions you have about how you handle that Absolutely. problem. Absolutely. So keep in mind, if your nosy aunt is always your problem, please don't invite her to, you know, to step in. Exactly. Um, you, know, you also have to, to weigh that out. But, yes, mm-hmm. siblings are always a good idea because, again, you're going to need some support around this. Yeah. Yeah. You cannot be Superman or Superwoman and do it all by yourself. You also don't want the wrath of any siblings in case you make a decision and they don't like. Mm-hmm. So it's usually a good idea to get everybody together. But you also might realize your siblings might have been over there and seen some things you don't know about. Yeah. yeah. It's always a good idea to put heads together if you can. Plus, somebody might have a better solution. Right. Uh, you might be thinking instant assisted living, and, and your brother comes to you and goes, well, what about, you know, what if they just come live? I have that downstairs. What if mom and dad come live with me? I mean, there's always another solution. Correct. But again, you have to weigh those solutions out and make sure that benefits everybody involved. Right. And I think the other thing are is there's some really critical questions that you need to have with yourself and your own immediate family about when you enter, you know, when you intervene, Um, you know, what is your family okay with? I mean, if you take on this responsibility, you know, your first priority is to your immediate family, which may be your marriage and your children, right? Depending on where you are in that role, uh, you know, yes, you have a 
quote unquote duty to um, help your loved one, but your needs and your, you know, your immediate family is just as important as the needs of your loved one. Well, it it really is because again, you know, this is so cliche and people get tired of hearing it, but just like on an airplane, they tell you to put your oxygen mask on first so you can help Mm -hmm. other people. It's the same thing in real life. If your life is falling apart because you're taking care of your mom and dad, Mm -hmm. but your marriage fail, your kids are coming off the rails, your, your own house is a mess. How are you supposed to really think straight to take care of your own parents? You can't do it. So that's why sometimes calling in. I also strongly recommend that there are power of attorney that needs to be handled. Mm-hmm. If there are more than one sibling, get one to be medical, one to be financial. Um, I think anytime one sibling takes on everything, uh, first of all, it's too much. And secondly, you wind up with resentment in the family and people mm-hmm. thinking that you know somebody's just trying to do it all. Mm-hmm. Um, plus that, again, then you've got two people working together for a solution instead of just one that can usually right. uh, not just release the burden, but two heads together usually are, are better than one. Yeah, yeah. I, very, very true. And and certainly that is if you and your siblings have a good relationship, that's a good right. thing to do. Right. Um, right. You know, and, and again, it also has to do with going back to our original discussion, what is your parents' wishes? You know, I, I know no, no. when I wrote my book, I was really mindful and really, um, you know, made a point in my book that talked about becoming an advocate for them. It, yeah. and, and why I say advocate is the fact that it's not about your life, it's about their life. There's a lot of times that if you have a healthcare power of attorney or you have something like that, your decisions have to do with what their wishes would be. Exactly. And no sometimes sense. that can be at odds with your loved one. You know, it can be. feel differently. Mm-hmm. But think about it. Just like, for example, you're in the hospital with your loved one and they say, I don't want blood or I don't want this antibiotic or I don't want this procedure. If you understand the reasoning behind it, Mm-hmm. you're going to be the advocate for them while they're in the right. hospital. It's not any different when they're out of the hospital. If you don't know what your parents' wishes are, we want to stay in our home. Mm-hmm. That's what we want more than anything. Fine. At least you know that going in. Right. You know, you know how to find a solution. If you have no idea what your parents even want, we want to stay together. So mm-hmm. That's where we came up with the Bonded Parish Program at um, the Care Partners was thinking about it one day, and it was my parents who actually made a comment. My mom made the comment. They've been married over 50-some years, and they were like, we don't ever want to be separated. And I thought, yeah, who are we? But Nobody you know, that's does. a good point. How many couples, the kids even realize that mom and dad don't ever want to be separated? Right. You know, or whoever their, their parents are. It's just like, you know, do we even ask those questions? You know, yeah, dad, mom's got some, you know, mom's got dementia. What, what do you want? How do you want to see this go? You know, and then, and then, like you said, advocate for what they want, what, what's, what's going to be most important for them. How would you like it if your children came into your home and said, this is how it's going to go? Sure. And I remember, yeah, I remember those days so well that there were times when I think, oh, well, if it were me, I would do it this way. But then I would have to rethink things and think, no, my mom would want it this way. Yeah. And there was times I was going like, okay. You know, I'm entrusted to be her advocate, and therefore, that's where I'm going to go. And I think that's one of the things that having these conversations, like what we talked about in the beginning, is so valuable so that you can be the best advocate for your loved one. And that's what's so important. So, Kelly, how do we reach you? Carepartnersliving.com is probably the best way to find us. 
I know. And you guys are awesome. And Care Partners has communities all the way from Marysville down to Lacey and two in Spokane. And um, you specialize in uh, independent assisted and memory care. So um, we'd lo- we love always having you on the show. And Kelly and I are going to continue this conversation. Being your best advocate for your loved ones. We'll be right back right after this. The preceding podcast was provided by Care Partners Living and Answers for Elders Radio. To contact Care Partners Living, go to carepartnersliving.com. Hi, everyone. This is Meredith from the Senior Fitness with Meredith podcast, where I discuss all things for seniors from fitness, your health and wellness journeys, how to be all over strong and beyond. I also have my mini podcast called Motivation with Meredith. It's a great, quick, motivational pick me up for your days. Join me. Listen now. Search for Senior Fitness with Meredith on your favorite podcast platform. <laughs>